presented by the Citizens. So there I was. I had to be like, uh, well, I was driving at this point in time, so I had to be at least 16 in four months. But I know I was still in high school, so I don't know, either 16 or 17. Um, but there I was. And, you know, a little, uh, well, I was always kind of, <laughs> I was always kind of big for my age. Like, I never was like super tall, but I always had like, um, muscles i put it like that muscles <laughs> so uh but there i was a uh, 16 17 year old muscular kid who loved the lord <laughs> driving around in my parents trucks you know going everywhere and you know it's it's you may not know this but i grew up with people that uh were grown-ups you know i grew up with people that were um just about 10 years older than me you know what i mean so these people now are inching into their 40s as i am getting ready to begin my, the journey of my 30s in august um, so, you know, I was hanging out with, with, with them on this particular day and, uh, they had all met up at the Bowie bowling alley. Now my family's from Bowie. So, you know, it's right around the corner. It's over there by the IHOP, you know what I'm saying? And, and, uh, literally take me like, you know, five minutes to get there. The hard part was just, the hard part was always convincing my parents that, you know, I'm gonna be all right. Cause I uh, also, uh, and you know, everybody who knows me is about to shake their head like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Um, you know, also I have a, a, a reputation of having a lead foot, especially when I was a kid, you know what I mean? Like I used to race and stuff like that or try to race. Um, so, you know, my parents were just always apprehensive about letting me take the car or the trucks just anywhere, you know? So, uh, once I convinced them and once I was able to get out of the house, everything was good. Everything was straight. And, uh, this particular evening, it was an evening and, and I want to say it was a Saturday, either Saturday or Sunday. Um, and you know they were at the bowling alley my friends my, my older friends they were at the bowling alley meeting up you know and uh they, they're also uh, members of the faith you know uh, they were you know just great people to have around great people to know and uh, a, a huge portion of the reason why i'm the man that i am today you know um so i wanted to meet them at the bowling alley so i took my dad's white truck i think he had a uh not i think he had a montero mitsubishi montero it was dirty as hell, but <laughs> but it got me where I need to go. You know what I'm saying? So he let me take the truck. I pulled up on him at the uh, at the bowling alley, and I would never forget this day because it's, it's something that I think about. I won't I won't be exaggerative and say every day, but I think about it at least twice a week because I look at it as a parable of judging people, a parable of judging people, like one of those moments that God like touched Himself or for you atheists or whatever one of those moments that you know just will stick with me for the rest of my life because it taught me a lesson okay um so i put up at the bowling alley you know and uh, i know i had on like a tank top i love tank even to this day i love tank tops you know and you know i walked in and you know i was the last one there because obviously i was the <laughs> i was the minor in the group you know so i'm the one that had to get permission <laughs> so it took me a minute you know i could just walk out the crib uh but you know once i got into the bowling alley man everybody was having a good time you know that that uh pizza that they have at the bowling alley it just it smacked you in the face like i mean this is a long time ago at this point and i still remember it like it was yesterday you know and I walk in, you know, and everybody's doing their thing. Now, with me, when it comes to the bowling alley, I don't necessarily bowl. And I, I think part of that is, honestly speaking, now that I've been doing a year of, of therapy, um, I can honestly say that part of that is probably because of, like, a self-esteem thing. Like, I just be nervous about bowling because... <laughs> 
ah, uh, cause it can go left, no pun intended. And once it goes left, like, and it, I, I ain't trying to be Mr. Gutterball, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, and I just, I never liked sharing shoes. Like, it, it was just, it's just weird to me, you know. Um, like, even when I went skating, I had to like get some skates that nobody else had. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, I, I go to bowling alleys and I chill most of the time, even until this day. I, you know, even when I go to the bowling alley with my frat. Um, I literally would just sit there and just chill. So you know, I went in there to hang out at this particular time, uh, this particular day, and and uh, you know, everybody was greeting me. Everybody was saying what's up, and you know we're having little conversations over here, conversations over there. There was a uh, another minor, <laughs> another young lady who was there who I had a crush on. Uh, so she was there, you know. So I was over there doing my whole little dang dang. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I'm talking like I said something to her. I didn't say anything to her, but <laughs> but she was there. Um, and but anyways, let me stay focused. So you know, we're there in that moment, and we're having a great time, and we're with everybody. And um, even some of my older friends, they had brought their friends that they grew up with. So they had more older people. They had people who um, were from their neighborhood, you know, uh, and they weren't. You know, we do not. We weren't separated, but fifteen, uh, fifteen minutes apart. Like the neighborhood ain't but fifteen minutes away from Bowie. You know, um, ten really. But uh, you know, so there's some people in there that I didn't really know. Now these are people that I had heard about, but I didn't really know them. You know, um, and I remember this one person in particular, and uh, I won't say his name, obviously, but I, rem- I remember meeting him for the first time. Now me being a young and quote unquote ambitious Christian, which I am not <laughs> anymore, okay? Like that's that those days are long gone. Like it's a whole different story now. You know what I mean? But you know, in my youth and and in that moment of of those pursuits of trying to be I don't know what I was trying to be, just trying to be something, you know. Um in those moments I was a very judgmental kid. Very judgmental kid. And it was just because of the hypersensitivity associated with like how much I was diving into the word and how much I was diving into uh, ministry at such a young age. You know, I did a complete 180 at this point. I was a very angry kid and then somehow became some teenager who just liked to pray for people and, <laughs> and read the Bible and stuff like that. It was just weird. But, you know, when you, you can go 100 miles an hour in one direction that you make a U-turn and you still have that same speed. You're still speeding. You know, you're still not necessarily uh, being the most precautious and you're not necessarily making the best decisions and making the right turns and all. They're still missing turns like this. So, I, you know, I was I was very judgmental, very judgmental as a kid. And, and uh, it was just wild. And I met this one dude, right? Um, and I, I remember seeing, so at that time, well, one of the things that stood out to me at first, right? He had his nose pierced, okay? Um, he was, he was yatted. Yo had all the tats, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, f- I feel like he had like a wave cap on or something like that, but I know under it he had like braids. And he was a very buff guy, you know? Uh, he had on like a wife beater tank top type thing. Basketball shorts, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and uh, yeah, he's like my height, maybe. Maybe, maybe a little bit taller now. Um, and that, those are like the first things that I remember seeing, you know, and I'm like, okay, so that's, blank blank that's you know the guy like yeah because I, I had heard about him um but i had never met him before i heard about him though he's a talented guy talent i think he did the, the, did music uh talented sports like in the neighborhood sports he's known for you know doing his thing on the court and doing his thing on the field you know what i mean and um that's that was some of the ways that i used to hang out with my older friends too is we would play a lot of sports you know just just i like i used to love to play football with those guys you know um 
so I'd finally met this guy and the first thing that I had kind of uh, seen and the first thing that I kind of worked out was the shell you know I was like okay that's Mr. Tattoos and Mr. Blank 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 you know and he was the only one in the group that kind of looked like that you know um, and then the second thing that I noticed was that he was the only one at the time that well, at least that I knew of that was visibly in a situationship you know what I mean like that was I would say that's probably my first taste of the quote-unquote situationship life thing you know and I kind of knew some things through the grapevine as well so you know the inf- like I was able to infer some things about the relationship in that moment of seeing him and his situation friend <laughs> in in that moment I you know I was able to put three and three together to get six you know and and I'm just very judgmental of all of that and the first thing that clicked in my head was like I don't want to be like that you know, it's like, I don't want to be like that. And it's an image that I never will forget, right? Now, come to find out, you know, he actually was a very dope guy. And I'm going to start there. He actually was a very dope guy. Very cool person. Um, I, I, I haven't talked to him in a long time, you, you know, but... But like this, getting to know him wasn't like, it was like, oh, wow, like this dude is actually somebody who I can call to come pick me up from school one day if I have if I have an issue or something like that. Because you got to remember, I was like a little kid, you know, well, compared to today. Um, and then as I fast forward, you know, even more, like 13 years later, I got 10 tattoos. I got my nose pierced. My love life wasn't, you know, and isn't like the best, you know what I mean? Like it's those things that um affect other people in 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 you know their lives we never know how the dominoes are going to fall in our own life the same person that i was being super judgmental about when i was a kid i became and it's not bad <laughs> It's not bad at all, you know? And it's like, you know, so with our kids, and I don't have any kids, so maybe this is kind of weird. You probably want to cut this off, but I don't have any kids. But I know my kids, I don't I don't want to put like an ideal and, and, and uh, a negative image and a neg- negative view on life. I don't, I don't want to throw that on them so that they react to it in a hypersensitive manner and just start judging people. Because see what happened was, man, from that moment on, I was so scared of becoming that without really actually diving into who that was. I was looking at it as a what? I was so scared of of becoming that that that, you know, it, it almost felt more like a prison as opposed to a lifestyle, you know what I mean? Like I was never able, never ever, I was never able to ever really grow into who I am now until recently, you know, because I literally just broke the chains, you know what I mean? Um, but I don't think that people realize, you know, how how the dominoes will fall um, when you have a, when you create or, or help cultivate a judgmental child, um, what that become, like how, how that unfolds for adulthood, you know? Um, you never know what your pain is going to create. Like, I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you, yo. When I look, like, I got my hands out right now, right? And I'm looking at my tattoos. And, you know, they're all a symbol of some sort of pain or some sort of moment in my life that needed to be written about, okay? 
So that's why it's on my arms. You know what I mean? I look at my nose ring, you know, and, and the symbolism behind it for me spurred from a day where I where <laughs> I, the pain created that. You know what I mean? The pain created that moment. And and for, it's a symbol to me that means something far greater than what I can even explain to you right now, you know, but it's there. Is it, and I, I have a believe it or not, I have a lot of people, a lot of friends, a lot of adults who still judge me for that. Like I mean, you know, with my story, I was seventeen when that happened. You know, I'm talking about adults now who look at me, frat brothers who look at me with with a nose ring, and they're like, "Oh man," but then they listen to Tupac all day. But anyways, um, when we judge others, we put them in a box. That same box that. Um, we don't want nobody to put us in. Like, I legit hate when uh, I hear people say crazy, crass things about, you know, tattoos and piercings or crazy things about people who drive certain vehicles or, or crazy things about people who wear, you know, different things, you know, and, and, and crazy things about people who listen to certain music or from a certain part of the city or from a certain part of the country or da 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 It's judgmental like it just makes me feel weird because i'm i'm always the one who is and you know some people call this naive and that's fine you know i'm, I'm I'll, I'll deal with that but i'm always the one who find who, who looks for the better side of people or i'm always the one who gives p- people multiple chances now i'm also the one who has a lot of footprints on his back because of that i'm talking about stiletto hills i'm talking about tim's talking about jays the ones through the 23s i don't really know anybody that has the 23s i think most of my friends stopped it like <laughs> stopped it uh 19 i was the only one with the 19 i think uh <laughs> but yeah so you know I, i'm the one with the footprints on the back because of that you know but i don't i, I never really minded and i still don't mind that um, because you know I, I, I was able to find and, and harness some good people in my life um, just by giving them another chance not a million chances but another chance you know um, so that's why judging people always makes me feel weird because I'm just always like yo like suppose it's not suppose they not like that suppose they're completely different you know what I mean and even with me, like, I mean, and I'm human. So, you know, I, I still do it every now and then. But I want us to kind of, like, not do that anymore. And the reason I say us is because, you know, I'm trying to be better. And I just kind of want everyone else to be better as well. We're dealing with so much right now, you know, that the judgmental and the negativity and all of that is... is hyper 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 like super detrimental to any bit of positivity that we can harness it's not fair you know what i mean to to put people in a box because of their shell it's not fair to put people in in a box because of um you know just certain things that they do you know And it's crazy because you never know how life will unfold for you. Never know. Like, I I legit remember these moments as if they were yesterday. Being a 17-year-old person staring at pretty much the older version of myself without even knowing. (laughs) Because I'll go anywhere with with my tank top on. 
You know what I mean? Like, I don't really wear my do-rag, you know, but I also don't have braids. <laughs> but um, you never know how life is going to unfold for you. And that's really why we cannot judge others. It's funny, like, Shobaraka, this is uh, this rapper that um, I follow pretty much majority of my life at this point, um, had spoke about, you know, how he judged people on unemployment until he was unemployed. <laughs> Isn't that crazy how that happened? That's unbelievable, right? You can drive the fanciest car, I don't know, and pull up on everybody with your nose in the air, just, hmm, peasants, <laughs> you and your Toyota, this is a beans. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like that. Um, but you can, you can do all that, right? And then get in an accident three minutes later. That's your fault. And not be able to get your fancy car again. You can judge somebody for working. I don't know. Just you got your big job as the CEO and blank, blank, blank and woo, woo, whatever. I hate them long titles that. Chief this, 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 and then your last name. I don't like hair. Come on, man. But you can do that, right? And judge everybody that you see all day when you go to the market, you know, or when you go down to 7-Eleven and get your coffee. You're judging the people that work there, you know. Then you see the guy writing tickets out, you know, out in the parking lot. You're judging him. You're like, oh, you're not even a real cop, you know. And you're looking on the street and you're seeing the homeless people. You're judging them. And then two days later, you walk in and lose your job. And now you got rent to pay. Now you got things to take care of. So now you out in the working world with a job that is almost the polar opposite of what you were a couple days ago. Judging people is dangerous, man. And, and... I guess it's based on the idea of karma, which is, you know, it's just true. <laughs> you put something in the, in the, out in the universe, man, that's energy. And, and energy is nothing but a boomerang. That joke will come right back to you. Whether it's positive or negative, it, you know, it, that don't matter. You put it out there, it's coming back. And that's why it's just always dangerous to judge others, you know? You got everything to say about um, or let me back up because this sounds very harsh <laughs> we have everything to say about others and then we end up in their situations you know what I mean we have everything to say about others and then we end up in those situations and then we don't want nobody to say anything about us and the craziest thing about being judgmental is how much energy I've expelled to other people's lives in trying to be judge and jury for them that I completely negate fighting my own case. You know what I mean? Like, see if I can, see if I can give you an example as I fix my, uh, my do-rag here. <laughs> um, like with DJing. I used to be very, 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 very judgmental of DJs. Very judgmental. And I'm not talking about, you know, ah, this could be better or blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about, yeah, this dude trash. Like, literally 30 seconds into me walking into the club. <laughs> like, yeah, nah, he not it right now. Mm -mm, nope. And he only played one record. You know what I mean? 
and you know I'm 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 listening for mistakes. I'm I'm listening for all of that, you know. And then I would get up there and make a thousand mistakes myself. And then when the night is over and I'm with my homies and and you know we leaving and you know they drunk. <laughs> I'm getting there, you know, and they trying to encourage me, you know, and and. And then I'm, I'm whining, you know, because I'm like, man, I hope nobody was judging me. Da, 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 da. Then I stopped and realized, well, I just spent hours judging the other DJ for what he was doing. That I didn't even get a chance to celebrate the things that he was doing dope, like the things that was cool. I didn't even get a chance to enjoy it. But see, what happened in Buffalo is I started really just saying, okay, let me just go out and just have a good time and just start enjoying this moment of being in a club with this DJ that I don't know and in some cases I didn't know um, and just enjoy the moment and just enjoy it just drink and talk to the girls and you know just kick back and then I jump on the set and then I'm enjoying myself as well now, I'm not, not saying I didn't make any mistakes just like I'm not saying they didn't make any mistakes but I'm, not, I'm just saying that it wasn't that important anymore it wasn't up to me to say okay he's fired they ain't got they ain't none of my business. We're there to enjoy music and we're there to enjoy women and drinks back then. <laughs> like, so when I got on the set, I started to just enjoy myself and just have a really good time. And with with me not being super judgmental with other people, I also kind of wasn't as harsh on myself. Now, I've always been a perfectionist in the sense of I'm very poignant to the mistakes that I make. Now, in my older age, I said it like I'm 90. <laughs> in, I'm like this. In recent years, I've been able to harness that perfectionism energy and, 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 and acknowledge the mistakes that I make and say, okay, boom, that just happened. This is why it happened. We're not going to let that happen again. It's okay. Just fix it and move on, you know? But back then, I used to be like, oh, my God, I messed up. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, let me go home. And it's 1130, and it's still three more hours to DJ. Can you now, let's ask the class here. In those moments when I was very, like, weak to my mistakes, can you guess what else I was doing really heavy in my life at that time? I was very judgmental. Very judgmental. Very judgmental. And I feel like that's part of the karma of judging others. <laughs> like, you don't give yourself a break either. You know, it's like you hurt yourself as well. You know what I mean? Um, or with radio. With radio. I used to not ever be able to listen to local radio. Or not, let me not say local, but people that weren't like big, big. You know, like I literally would only listen to Russ, Russ Parr, you know, because um, obviously that's, that's my mentor. Um, I could listen to Tigger, you know, uh, because he was somebody that I grew up idolizing, you know. Um, I could listen to Angie Ma, Angie Martinez, you know. Uh, but anybody else, I'm like, eh, I'm not listening. Nah, you suck. <laughs> but recently, in recent years, especially since I've moved back to this area, I've been able to actually listen and enjoy local radio. Now, still some people who just don't, I mean, like, you know, if, if somebody don't care about the job, like, I ain't really got to judge you. Like, I just don't, you know, like, that ain't, that ain't my business, but you also ain't going to waste my time. You feel me? Like, you know, there's, there's, there is a fine line with that, you know, but um, shedding that judgmental 
and I'm, this is recent. Like this, I'm not talking about like this has been decades. Nah, this is literally like maybe two years. Like shedding that whole. All right, I'm just going to enjoy this moment. Da da da. da. Just shedding that whole judgmental stuff, man, has allowed me to tap into just radio and just really listen to people. Like whether it's here in Baltimore, whether it's in D.C., you know, or or whether it's all the way across the country in L.A., I can listen to everybody, you know, even despite their mistakes. Like even through their mistakes, I really could just tap into radio and I really could say, okay, wow, I like what they did, and I could say, okay, that's a good, you know, good a, a good. Uh, piece of radio that they're doing right there i could i could learn something from this shedding that judgmentalness i guess <laughs> um you know has allowed me to pick up a lot of lessons in radio has allowed me to pick up a lot of lessons um in whatever whatever arena we're in at, at that that particular juncture i just feel like we sell ourselves short and we sell humanity short when we're so hard on each other We waste a lot of time comparing ourselves to each other, and I think this is, I think that might snowball into a whole nother, uh, <laughs> that might snowball into a whole nother episode because um, I'm a little charged up when it comes to judging, I'm not judging, I'm a little charged up when it comes to like comparing ourselves to others because man, like if that, man, that's one thing that just has gripped me, like it's tough, it's tough, 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 but I feel like it's all synonymous, you know, and, and um, as I be begin to or continue to work on that whole comparison thing, because, you know, social media makes that really easy. Um, as I continue to do that, I am able to celebrate the fact that I, I'm not as judgy as I used to be. And I just urge you to kind of look at yourself and, 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 you know, just see if you're doing the same thing. You know, see if you see if there's anything you can work on in the arena of judging others. See if you can really understand where I'm coming from and see that like, you know, like like I was when I was 17, you can become what you judge. And in some cases, maybe that's good. You know, let me back up. Maybe that's good because me becoming what I saw at 17 or me becoming what I was scared of at 17 is part of the reason why I'm able to look back and say, man, ain't nothing wrong with this. It's part of the reason why I'm able to, you know, look around and just say, yo, life is life. It just is what it is. You become certain things, you know, and, and you got to fight through certain things. But you never know what tomorrow holds. You never know. When we're, when we're very judgmental, we're not able to really appreciate what we have. It's like you don't really appreciate it until it's gone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially in, in, in this time, man. So many people are out of work, yo. So many people are struggling with so many things right now, man. And as much as I want to be a butthole, like, because recently I've been kind of, I've been kind of worn out with this whole nice guy thing. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. And as much as I want to be a jerk, man, I just, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. And one of the things that I can't do anymore is judge others, man. Because I don't have the energy for it. And we waste a lot of energy doing that. And so many people are dealing with so many things right now. You, you really, we really cannot judge anybody else right now. This is really dangerous. Like, we need so much love. It's crazy. We need so much love that like a judgmental attitude or a judgmental approach to life 
is way more detrimental than we can even wrap our minds around. It's no telling what we're pushing people to do. Now, should I keep this atheist free or? Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm speak to to both parties here. People who believe and then people who don't. You know, just because everybody this is a picnic. Everybody's welcome. This is a picnic. Just make sure you bring something to eat. <laughs> um. So I'm I'm gonna start with people who people who believe. Okay. If you believe, then you are like me, where I believe that God is so much of an architect that people are literally chiseled down to the most minute details that can be used for the advancement of our entire community. All right? So take, for example, me and my two best friends, Ricky and Titus, right? We can argue all day because we are chiseled completely different. We are shaped completely different all the way down to our the, the most minute of details like sports and stuff like that we are completely different but between the three of us we can sit down and, and have conversations about how we have affected positive change in the world around us using those differences you see what i'm saying that's the type of architect that uh god is when we judge other people we don't allow that the flower that God has planted, we don't allow it to fully bloom. We don't allow those details to be the details. We don't allow those differences. We don't allow those things that make you different from your brother or you different from your sister. We don't allow those to exist because we want to keep them in that box of comfort that, you know, really the things that we are used to, it ain't really, <laughs> I mean, we're not judging jury. It just be it just be things that keep us comfortable that's what we're judgmental about you know what i mean and that's why you got some people who are haters see that's why you got some people who are haters because it's like yeah they're not comfortable with your shine but that's a whole nother whole nother topic for a different day you know um but with god being the architect that he is how do you think that that is going to be able to be in the same bowl of being very judgmental it don't it, it doesn't work it's like <laughs> it's like chicken soup <laughs> mixed with like i don't know i don't do like maryland crab soup or something like that like it just it don't work <laughs> like don't do that oh that's nasty <laughs> or it's like i don't know mixing ketchup with peanut butter it's disgusting I don't, i'm sorry i didn't mean to do that <laughs> but you know what i'm trying to say it don't it don't work man like just as free as God was when he developed y you, when he developed your, your cousin, when he developed your cousin's cousins and your sisters and all just as, just as detailed and as free and as open as God was when he did that, we should be the same way when dealing with other people, okay? Now, that's to the believers. Now, to my homies on the non-believer side. Each of us, scientifically, are developed in completely different ways to the point where no matter no matter how much you and your your sisters look alike or you and your brothers look alike the dna is still different 
I was talking to my neighbor yesterday, and uh, she is, I love my neighbors, by the way. That's, that's part of the reason why I really love Baltimore so much. This is the first city that I've been in where I can sit outside with my neighbors and talk to them for like an hour. <laughs> like, it's so dope, yo. Um, but anyways, yes, yeah, so she was telling me that, you know, she's one of six. She is, uh, she's got, I think it was, ooh, I think it was with four sisters in her, I, I can't remember, but um, she, got, she got a lot of brothers and sisters, whatever. And she was saying how her mom was able to really, 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 really do a great job with raising them to the point where none of them were pushed to do anything crazy. None of them were pushed over the edge. None of them were forced to do anything. You know, they all kind of unfolded and, and bloomed, you know, naturally, organically. And what she was saying is that um, she sat down with her mom one day in her adult age and asked her mom, just say, hey, mom, uh, I don't know her name. Hey, mom, neighbor's mom. <laughs> um, how did you raise us like 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 this? You know, and she had said that you know she just let them all just bloom how they bloom. She said that she watched her older brother, um, and he used to like tinker with you know different toys and fidget with a bunch of stuff. And, you know, she would always cultivate that in him as he grew up because she was able to see that that's something that he was interested in. She didn't judge him for it. She didn't, you know, da 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 Like, she didn't say, no, I want you to be a lawyer. Take that car out your hand and here is a book of lawyer book stuff. <laughs> she didn't say that. You know, she matured him and nurtured him as he grew up in that arena and ended up working at, like, some uh, plant or something like that. Like, he's like, he runs something. Um... Whatever it is, he, he made a living off of his hands. I put it like that. And is making a very good living off of his hands. Or with my neighbor. Fun-loving, joyous, you know, just social butterfly. People flock to her because of her leadership and how humble she is and how she's able to uh, really gain the trust of people around her. Like, people just be smiling, you know, just 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 be around you know what I mean like she said she was the life of the party and it's funny because when it was time for her to go to college she straight up told her mom like yo I don't want to go to college I'm not I'm not ready you know and she said this is one of my favorite part of our conversation yesterday she said um my mom didn't judge me for it. my mom understood and my mom allowed me to go ahead and get a job and go do whatever even though I was the only one who didn't decide to go to college right after high school and then when she was ready to go to school, her mom was there with her. She said her mom took her to class. Her mom, like, gave her bread. You know how that whole, how the whole college life is. You know what I mean? And ended up beginning a long, long, long and, and decorated and celebrated career in the Baltimore public school system. In her entire life, her mom cultivated those skills of leadership, cultivated those skills of of you know uh i guess educating i guess helping people or or, or, or just you know leading people and 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 come th those skills ended up shaping her career into becoming a teacher now imagine if that same parent was judgmental on all of them excuse me imagine if that same parent was like like i said nah you can't nope i don't want you to be a teacher i want you to be a police officer I don't want you to be a teacher. I want you to be like a, uh, I want you to be a doctor. I want you to be this. I want you to be that. Da, 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 da. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Da, da, da. Our DNA is different. 
our DNA is completely like <laughs> whatever's going on in like just like Wale said we ain't nothing but some planets I believe that just whatever's going on on your planet like I may not understand it yo I may not understand that but there ain't no right or wrong in that like it just it just is what it is there's different survival tactics on Mars than it is on Earth I mean, I don't know anybody who lives on Mars, but I, you know, I can tell you it's probably different. <laughs> something, something's definitely different. I mean, it gotta be, right? The air is definitely different. <sighs> I wonder how the pizza is, though. Anyways, yeah, we're we're all just different planets. We're all we all have different DNA. When we judge each other, man, we don't we don't allow that the the science to truly unfold. We don't allow people to truly be free in themselves. We don't allow people to to grow organically and become who they are destined to become, which in some cases, man, you don't know. You don't know who you are meeting. You don't know who that person is going to become. With my with my dad and my mom working in politics, I, a lot of times I wonder if I've ever met Barack Obama. <laughs> like, and nobody knew who he was. Like, he was just a little kid walking around the Capitol. Well, not a little kid, but, you know, a young uh, would-be senator walking around the Capitol. And I'm just there with my dad. You know what I mean? Or, or, oh my God, or going to DeMatha, how many NBA championships and NFL championships I went to high school with. It's so it's so crazy to see these guys on TV like that. It's like you never know what tomorrow holds for any of us. I wasn't the most popular person in high school, and I'm not the I'm nowhere near the most popular person now. But I have a lot of people from high school that hit me up when they hear me on the radio. I'll be like, "Yo, like you you doing radio? You back in the area? Okay, cool." Or when I first got on the radio. In DC, they're like, oh wow, yeah, you on radio. We went to high school together. It's like, yeah, I remember you. You know what I'm saying? I remember. We can't judge people because it's like, man, it's just not fair. No matter what side of the coin you on, it's not fair to God and it's not fair to science. Whatever you want to say. It's a big room here. We got everybody. Everybody's everybody's welcome. <laughs> like I said, just bring food and you good. <laughs> but no, that's uh, that's just kind of something that's just on my heart, man. Just let's just kind of really monitor how judgmental we're being towards each other. And I don't know. Let's just pledge to be less of that. Don't go nowhere. I'm coming to see you. And y'all don't want no problems. It's Brian's World Live. <laughs> 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 <laughs>